Hey everyone, you're listening to Fighting with Graphite, the show where we talk about discovering your creative process and addressing the obstacles we all share. I'm your host, Victor Del Coro, your friendly neighborhood millennial. But before we dive in, a quick reminder that you can find the video version of this episode on my YouTube series. Just look up The Creative Infantry and join me as we chat and draw. Now then, sit back, relax, and let's get started. Today, I'm going to be trying something completely new. I've been in the art game for many years now, and I've tried many tools. From simple pencils to complex rapidograph pens, I've found them all very useful in their own right. But I found myself gravitating towards the more simple tools. That being said, I've never tried using a dip pen. It seems like good fun, and I never gave it a try. As the name suggests, it's a pen that I need to, well, dip, and in this case, a bottle of ink. Starting anything new can be extremely intimidating. Many things can go wrong, and the world is filled with many people who would be more than happy to provide their unsolicited opinions. You may be a person that has a predisposition to find errors and flaws with whatever you do, or you may be a person that has to do things right the first time, or else you'll give up and move on. Or simply put, maybe you lack confidence. So the question for today is, how do I become more confident? In this episode, we're going to be going over my six tips on how you can practice confidence. Notice how I said practice confidence. My first tip for you is to see confidence as a skill rather than a personality trait that you will never be able to relate to. As a skill, that means confidence can be learned and practiced. Much like sports, there will be people who have a much easier time learning than others. That being said, everyone has the potential to be confident. It's just a matter of whether or not you are willing to believe that you are worthy to be happy and proud of your abilities. Spoiler alert, you are worthy. You are good enough and deserve to be confident in yourself. If you can imagine obstacles from a skill perspective, then most everything can become attainable for you. Sure, you may not be at the level you want to be at, but that doesn't mean you can't get there. Tip number two, keep your negative thoughts to a minimum. Many online influencers, and I use that word with air quotations, will tell you to stop thinking negative thoughts. That kind of reminds me of those memes where someone's really sad and then another person walks up to them saying, Hey, why are you sad? Don't be sad. Oh, wow. Gee, thanks. I never thought of that. Thanks for that life-changing advice. We can't simply disregard someone's emotions like that, you know? Because we don't understand their life. We don't understand where they're coming from. And we definitely don't know what they're going through. We all have the capacity to have positive thoughts. And we all have the capacity for negative ones, too. Therein lies a tricky balance between the two. And that looks different for everyone. In order to become more confident your positive thoughts need to overpower the negative ones. It can be much easier to think of all the negatives. Have you ever been in a heated argument with someone and out of nowhere you suddenly remember every single bad thing that they've done? Yeah, that's the easy thing to do. The hard part is thinking of all the good and positive things. It's unfair to tell someone to simply stop thinking negatively. But I will say, if you are insistent on thinking negatively, try to match one negative thought with one positive one. So if you find yourself saying to yourself, wow, I suck at this, why am I trying? You can match that thought with, huh, you know, I've never done this before, but for my first time, I think I did pretty good. The next tip is 
mind your language. This goes for your body language as well as your verbal communication. Communication is arguably one of the most important elements in everyday life and deserves more attention in the world of academics. Whether you are communicating with a close friend, making awkward small talk with that one guy on your morning commute, or every other possible scenario that you can come up with, we are in a constant loop of exchanging ideas and emotions with each other. If you decide to have a conversation with someone, it's important to make eye contact and sincerely listen to what they are trying to say. It's not always being about the loudest person in the room. More often than not, just keeping your mouth shut and listening to what other people have to say shows that you are actively giving someone attention while trying to gain a better understanding of what they are trying to convey. A confident person understands that they don't know everything. Confident people are willing to hear other people out because they can bring new knowledge and experiences from a completely different perspective. Now that you are mentally engaged, what's your body doing? To complete that mission of having a successful talk, it's important to use your body in a way that shows you are actually listening or saying something that is important to you. Generally speaking, having your torso and toes pointed in the direction of the person you're talking with shows that your attention is on them. There are many ways in which we can use our posture to both convey confidence and feel good about ourselves, and that is a nice transition to tip number four. Prioritize exercise that makes you feel good. I'm never going to prescribe someone a rigorous workout routine or tell them to go buy a gym membership. I will, however, push people to find some form of physical activity that they enjoy. And it doesn't even have to be that extreme. It can be as simple as going for a short walk or doing some bodyweight exercises in the comfort of your home. There's a big stigma in the fitness world, particularly through social media. Every day, people are bombarded with online content about people having Greek godlike physiques and overall embracing that flex culture. I personally don't mind this, but I'm sure many people get disheartened and I really don't appreciate that. To me, exercise is about you pushing your limits on your own terms. You'll be able to feel calmer and make better decisions for yourself. Exercising is meant to make you feel stronger and enable you to feel more in control of your life. Sure, maybe you aren't able to do one push-up, or maybe you find yourself out of breath after a short jog. That's completely fine. This is about your progress and to see how much you can grow as an individual. Which brings us to tip number five. Try to minimize comparing yourself to others. Similarly to thinking negative thoughts, it's difficult to try to completely stop comparing yourself to others. From an artistic point of view, we are all at different levels. Some people have been creating for their entire lives, while other people may just have started. Does it really make sense to judge our own progress with someone else's work? I don't think so. Realistically, there's always going to be someone that has more experience than you. There's always going to be someone who has more knowledge than you. But the thing is, that doesn't matter. What matters is that you just try your best. If you can honestly tell yourself that you sincerely try your best in anything, you're going to improve. Sure, you may still not be at the level that you want to be at, but you are making progress towards your own goals. Too often, people get discouraged when they see how far they still need to go in order to achieve their goals. But instead of seeing how far you still need to go, what if we look back and see how far we've come? It's never about being perfect or being better than anyone else. It's about us being better than the person we were yesterday. Tip number six is probably my favorite, 
And it's really simple. Stay humble. What does it mean to be humble? Well, I'll tell you what it's not. Being humble is not blatantly disregarding your own individual skill, talent, or effort. If you've done something that you're proud of, you deserve to pat yourself on the back, even if no one else does. There's no need to think less of yourself. It's really more so about you thinking of yourself less. We are not superior to anyone, and we are also not inferior to anyone. No matter how well you can paint, no matter how big your house is, we all have to learn to live with one another. And if you can become a person that understands how to work with people, you'll become that much more valuable. Well, we've reached the end, and if you've made it this far, I think you deserve a bonus tip. Oh yeah, a bonus tip number seven. Just be yourself. I know it sounds cliche, but in this world of 7.8 billion people, there is only one you. And that's a wrap. Well, I hope you enjoyed this second episode, and if you did, please consider subscribing so that you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. Feel free to rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends, family, pet chinchilla, and anyone else you care about. I appreciate you tuning in, and I hope you're leaving with a fresh mind that can help you conquer your everyday battles. Today, I gave the dip pen a try, and while I didn't know exactly what to do, I did my best, and I had a lot of fun just scribbling on this page. Now, go out there and do your thing. I'll see you on the next one.